the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, we are so pleased you are joining us today on Take 10. We come to you every week with a discussion of an issue relating to mental health and caregiving. I'm Ron Aaron. Carol Zerniel, one of our co-hosts, is executive director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. Carol has a master's degree in social gerontology and some 30 years experience in the field of aging and caregiving. Dr. Jamie Heisman, our other co-host, is a nationally known psychotherapist and expert on caregiving as well serves as the Chief Compassion Officer for WellMed Medical Management. And Carol, you've got a really important topic uh, to toss to Dr. Jamie. Yeah, it's nice to be with you, Ron, uh, Dr. Jamie. Thank so, you. you know, a lot, of, a lot of people who are caregivers devote all this energy to caregiving. And when they're, the person they're caring for is no longer around, um, you're, you're, you're all looking for something to fill that void. Jamie, we've been talking about toxic relationships. What if the caregiver to fill a void goes running back to toxic relationships that they left behind or were able to leave behind um, in the caregiving situation? What would you, I mean, it's so tempting, right? We've got a void. We want to fill it. What if we think those are the people that can fill that hole in our lives? You know, what you just described was addiction to heroin, didn't you, Carol? Because exactly that, when we're not feeling well, when we're not connected to ourselves, when we are disassociating because we can't sit with ourselves, we feel terribly lonely and alone when we keep ourselves. What we do, we go out and find an altered state of consciousness. Toxic relationships are ex- just the same thing, okay? A toxic relationship, a person's never happy. Toxic relationships, they're being bullied and overwhelmed. And what you're describing more than anything is that a toxic relationship means you have a prisoner and you have a guard. So the prisoner who's there sometimes gets food and sometimes they don't. And what happens then? Then what we call in psychology, we call that the Stockholm syndrome, intermittent reinforcement. So that person will keep going back, keep going back to the guard because they don't know if they're going to get food or not fed. The whole moral of that story is, Carol, and I'll be quiet and let you guys ask questions. The first toxic relationship we really have in ourselves, with in our lives, is with ourselves. So when we leave that caregiving relationship, if we're not taking our action first, if we're not embracing and parenting ourselves in a fair, consistent way, if we're not loving ourselves, dealing with our neural uh, our, our, our neuroplasticity, meaning meditation, yoga, trauma reduction techniques, connecting with healthy people then we're more likely to go back to that old heroine, that person that, that pulled us before and beat us down. A good friend of mine, Dr. Jamie, who is a therapist, talks to and tries to help a lot of women who are victims of domestic violence, uh, tells me that very often it takes seven, eight, nine, ten times for them to try to leave before they finally may make that break. They do go back and go back and go back. And for those who are, who are not in that kind of situation, in a toxic relationship, they, 
it's hard to understand what what mm-hmm. you mentioned the connection between the concept of heroin you keep going back to it is that really what's happening in those relationships that they're drawn back in absolutely in fact if you feel that you can sustain emotional abuse which is exactly what you're describing in a domestic abuse situation then how much do you really think about yourself right how much do you really will you accept how much do you love yourself so Literally, you have tremendously low self-esteem if you're going to accept that because that's what you think you deserve. And so when I work with domestic abuse and I do expert witnessing for them, listen, I'll I'll flat out tell you real quick and I'll let go. I I see patients all the time. I see couples all the time. I remember I was domestically a domestic abuser and and his wife there in the car in in the room. And they got into an argument in front of me and the guy gets up. To go hit the girl, his wife, basically. And I got up as a therapist and simply got in between them because I wanted to de-escalate it. And you know what she said to me? Get away from my husband. Get away from my husband. What are you doing? And so I said, he was about to hit you. And she said, no, I got it. So that should tell you. And so it's a very long process, Ron. Reparenting, loving ourselves, adopting ourselves, marrying ourselves, taking our mind, body, and spirit. And dealing with what I call complex post-traumatic stress disorder, because it's the CPTSD, which is a condition we get into another hour, which really drives us to feel that it's okay to be with one of these people bullying and emotionally or physically abusing us. We'll continue the discussion, but I want to let folks know who may have just joined us. You're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zerniel, and we're talking about people in toxic relationships who simply can't break away. Carol? So I'm curious if in society we hear the message you need to forgive and forget. We need to forgive people. And so there's maybe we're feeling guilty that we've driven these toxic people out of our lives and maybe we should forgive them and give Mm -hmm. them another chance. Maybe that's what we're hearing in society. That's a great point. That's a great point, Carol, because that's a product that we call gaslighting in a toxic situation where there's the, the we call the toxic situation. Usually somebody with borderline narcissistic histrionic, uh, you know, or antisocial behavior. And the the victim, the empath always feels it's their fault because the gaslighting is that they'll make them feel that way because they projected. it, And so they constantly go back. They feel guilty. How can I change this person? Well, that's codependency. Codependency can be just as dangerous as malignant narcissism because the person continues to go back and feel guilty. The issue is we have to reparent ourselves. We have to understand that we didn't get what we needed to get as a child. And we have to build our own self-esteem, take a break from ever meeting somebody because no human being can be our heroine. Nobody can get fixed from somebody else. And you can't change somebody else, but you can change yourself. So do you think that we're that we're trying to fix the other person that this time I can fix them? Mm -hmm. I can help them be another person, especially for a caregiver. I took care of this person in a very Mm -hmm. difficult situation. And now I'm trained up and I'm ready to go fix that original toxic person in my life. I once heard, Carol, from uh, another colleague of mine about codependency being raised as a child. And codependency was when your parents didn't allow you to be. okay, be you get that instead of do you had to do something. So absolutely. The issue is we can't be authentic. As, our, as a kid, we were reared to be these roles to take care of our parents. So literally, we think we can change other people. 
We really do. But as a clinician, I have 30 years of clinical expertise. I can't change the person in front of me. I can't change my partner. I can either accept the behavior, I can have no contact, or I can have modified contact, or I can go take care of myself because that's the most important relationship you're ever going to have. And you'll not suffer the abuse because you don't deserve it if you have decent self-esteem. And do folks need help to make that break? Will it take counseling to do that? It's huge, Ron, this issue about help, because when you have depression or addiction, it's a different thing. You put a whole family together and you could do an intervention. But, you know, toxic relationships create isolation. The, the bullier, the abuser, whether it's male or female, will isolate their loved one. Everybody's going to run away because you're, they're going to see their loved one in this terrible, toxic relationship. Like Carol said, going back and forth, back and forth, feeling totally frustrated. I don't know what to do. And guess what? There's very little they can do because that person is in the throes of an addiction. So what they need to start doing is to get that person out and regulate with themselves, get them in a peaceful, safe place and slowly but surely get them to some help. And there's trauma programs to help them. And then they should have no contact with them whatsoever. If you have a child with one, maybe modified contact. But find a good therapist who's trauma-trained, and they're going to help you through this nightmare. Well, and so what I, I'm hearing you say that we, we need to value ourselves more than, and, and trying to, that's kind of looking over our shoulder, right? I was reading a quote today that said, stop looking behind you. That's not the direction you're going. Um, and so, you know, turn our sights to where we want to be and who mm -hmm. can help us live that life. If we really stop, maybe it's not the person that's bringing us down. Right. And the final thing I'll leave you with is this. It's tough to even do those platitudes. What you got to do is do the work experientially. If you're going to love yourself, the longest trip you take is from your head to your heart. Start doing the things, going to meetings, going to the therapist, going to Pilates, go take care of yourself because that is doing. You can't read your way out of a toxic relationship. You have to do the work of trauma. Wow. Great words to live by. Thank you, Dr. Jamie Carol Zerniel. I'm Ron Aaron. We'll talk with you soon on Take 10. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.